Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Andrade wants out of WWE. Plus, a top Raw star breaks their silence. And fresh off of the news, he is coming at our retirement. We catch up with the British ambassador, Doug Williams. For Friday, March the 19th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Andrade is the name on the lips of wrestling fans this morning. Following the revelation yesterday from Andrade's Twitter that, yes, he is indeed keen to get out of WWE. We have heard some rumors and some speculation that Andrade hasn't been happy in the company for quite some time. And he addressed some of those rumors on Twitter yesterday, simply tweeting out, the rumors are true and I don't know what the future holds, but I want to make my dreams come true. Thank you for giving me so much support these last days. Andrade has not been on WWE television since losing to Angel Garza in very quick fashion on Raw back in October of last year. Uh, His fiance Charlotte Flair says that she has pitched ideas to WWE Creative to work with Andrade. We've talked about those on this here podcast with with the rumours of Charlotte and Andrade being a couple on screen, possibly Andrade getting involved with the storyline between Lacey Evans and Ric Flair, one that isn't really happening now, what with Lacey Evans taking time away while she's expecting a child. However, despite that, the company has seemingly no plans and have had no plans to utilise him going forward. All mentions of WWE have been removed from his social media platforms as of yesterday as well. Jim Ross, on the latest episode of Grilling JR, discussed very briefly the news from Andrade, saying, quote, I am surprised during this COVID climate that people are asking for their release. You damn sure don't want to ask for a release unless you've got somewhere to go and can establish some stability and financial security. I don't know if he has that or doesn't have that. I'm not surprised that WWE refused it because that allows them not to make him happy or another company. To me, it says WWE is keenly aware of AEW. We're not that pissant company that Triple H said we were going to be in the beginning. If I were Andrade, I hope he's thought it out. Right now, the most significant thing in his timeline is he's dating and living with Charlotte. He is a good worker, don't get me wrong. He looks great, but right now, he hasn't distinguished himself. Would I like to work with him someday? Why not? 
When we know more on the situation regarding Andrade and his potential release from WWE, we will let you know more at Cultaholic.com. Who is Keith Lee? What is Limitless? Limitless is taking the advice of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. To not quit, to be yourself. Limitless is coming back after failure, after failure, after failure, and overcoming those failures to prove that my drive, Limitless, my determination, Limitless, and now my future in NXT, Limitless. I invite you all to stop what you're doing. Take just one moment. of Keith Lee has been very much noticed by us here at Cultaholic. He hasn't been on Raw for quite a while and he broke his silence on Twitter last night simply saying, I hear many of you. I see many of the messages. One day I will explain it all for the ones true to me. For now, know that I more than appreciate the continued support. And when I return, it will be filled with all the love I have for those that represent this hashtag legion. So Keith Lee seems keen to get back, but doesn't want to divulge what's happening at the moment. He was pulled from the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. He was meant to be in a triple threat with Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley and Riddle. He was involved in that whole storyline, so it was a surprise to see him get pulled. He wasn't part of the Royal Rumble following a COVID outbreak uh, that led to Mia Yim missing the Rumble, so Keith being in close proximity meant that he was off the Rumble as well. But Mia Yim has since returned to TV, but Keith Lee has not. WWE, you had one rule when it came to Keith Lee. You had one job. Don't you forget about Keith. Make sure you don't. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We have an update for you on the in-ring return of Kylie Ray. It was announced yesterday that she'll be back in action on June the 5th for a stadium show for Warrior Wrestling. Mike Johnson of PW Insider is reporting this morning that despite her retirement, she is still technically under contract to Impact Wrestling. And Kylie Ray was scheduled to face Diana Perrazzo back in October at Bound for Glory, a, sh- a match that she didn't show up for. Impact was said to have been incredibly supportive during that time away when she announced her departure. Uh, She did say that she would come back when she was feeling better to fulfill some obligations. Uh, But she has a long-term deal with Impact Wrestling. So while she's doing stuff with Warrior Wrestling, she may very well be back in an Impact Wrestling ring soon. Another event announced by WWE for WrestleMania week. What are you doing to us? A special edition of NXT UK is going to be part of that week's programming. NXT UK Prelude will air at 3 p.m. Eastern, which is 8 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, on Thursday, April the 8th, showcasing the wrestlers of NXT UK in matches that, quote, promise to be the most talked about in history. We know two of those matches so far. We will see Tyler Bate and Noam Dar in a Heritage Cup rules match of old-school world of sports style. And with the NXT UK Championship on the line, Volta will face Rampage Brown. Just took it to my veins! WrestleMania tickets officially on sale now. 25,000 each night is the plan. Now, there was some talk that this 45,000 number that WWE put out initially, they were never going to put 45,000 people in there. Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer saying that this was merely a number to entice an audience. And then by lowering it to 25,000, it suddenly makes them must-have tickets. Chances are they will all go in the pre-sale as well. If you are buying a ticket to WrestleMania, WWE have a liability waiver and a release that you will need to sign, which basically says that you voluntarily assume all the risks related to the exposure of COVID. Now, they have COVID procedures in place. There'll be social, there'll be spatial, uh, social distancing as the one. There'll be bubbles in which you and your party will be in to prevent mingling with other people. There'll be contactless bars and vending areas. There'll be masks given to you complimentary as you walk into Raymond James. So they are taking every precaution, but you still have to sign a waiver to say, look, I know you're taking these precautions, but I'm very aware that I'm kind of risking COVID to be here. They're putting that out there in black and white, I think, for people to see. Uh, Heading into WrestleMania, we have two nights of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And we had some concerns whether or not that card was going to go as planned because there was a COVID outbreak at NXT last week. This led to a couple of matches from this past week's show being taken off. Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer updates us on that when discussing uh, those who have been affected. So we were meant to see on NXT last night or Wednesday night, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa facing Imperium. And we were meant to see Leon Ruff versus Swerve Scott. However, uh, we just had Thatcher and uh, Thatcher wasn't wasn't present. So we had Ciampa on his own facing Marcel Barthel and the rough swerve match just wasn't mentioned. 
Uh, Dave said this about those affected, saying, in theory, they'll all be cleared in 10 to 14 days, unless somebody has a really bad case and gets sick. I don't think TakeOver is affected at all. They started testing guys on Friday and Saturday. That means there's a good chance they'd be cleared to come back for next Wednesday's show. So in theory, the people should be back by Wednesday. So it was just the one week. And following the news of his induction into the WWE Hall of Fame, Eric Bischoff has been talking about who he would like to induct him into the Hall of Fame. Uh, He said, quote, I don't know that there's an obvious answer to me. Clearly, Hulk Hogan is one of my best friends. And the history we have together in this industry and the friendship we've maintained, if I had to sit down and think about it, that's Hulk Hogan. And that's probably where I'm going to go to first. He also mentions his wife or his wife and kids. And he also mentions Bill Shaw, who he says, quote, gave me the real opportunity that I had in WCW would be someone I'd love to think about. There's a lot of people that come to mind that make sense. But Hulk Hogan was the first one that sprung to mind and Hulk Hogan's going to be there anyway. So maybe it makes sense to have Hogan get inducted and induct someone as well. Just saves on bodies, doesn't it? Doug Williams has done a heck of a job of raising the prestige of that new belt. He won it July 17th at Reborn Completion. He then defended it on consecutive nights against Alex Shelley and Austin Aries on Death Before Dishonor weekend, and that's taking on the top competition right there. And then he went over to the United Kingdom and defended the belt over there, making it an international title, just like Samoa Joe did with the ROH title when Samoa Joe made it into the ROH world title. Doug Williams, a great job making the pure title prestigious belt. The newest belt, in fact, in the wrestling industry right now. Over to Cultaholic.com's Aiden Gibbons now, who has caught up with a man who this week announced he was stepping out of retirement. Former Ring of Honor Pure Champion, former TNA X Division Champion, champion all across Europe, and British wrestling legend, Doug Williams. So, Doug, of course, what we're here to talk about today is your announcement on Monday that you were this returning to the ring because of events over the past year primarily because of the pandemic essentially you know had a lot of time to sit at home doing nothing thinking about your life and the things that ultimately you enjoyed and and, and, you know things that you might maybe have taken for granted for a while and now you realize that they were a fundamental part of your life and something that really enjoyed and actually you know made your life what it was and i think uh wrestling was definitely one of those one of those things you know um, so that kind of gave me the, the, the itch to get in there and start performing again. Um, whilst I'm still able to, I don't think I'm totally over the hill yet. I don't think I've totally written off. So have you started training already to get back in the ring or? Only insofar as I do like the normal kind of lockdown exercises, which is walking outside and body <laughs> weight exercises on the room, of, you know, in, in my living room. But um, I haven't done any, I mean, I can't do any wrestling training really, can you, unless I was going <laughs> to wrestle myself on my bed or something <laughs> that's going to start happening in in earnest on april 12th isn't it when those sort of facilities are open again got time to get rid of that ring rust you know in terms of return to the ring had it had it been something that you'd thought about for a while or was it like a recent decision um it was something i kind of considered since the new year started that ultimate decision was made just last week really where i thought no yeah i could probably you know i can do this now the end's in sight now we're getting to some dates that are, you know, uh, you know that are more or less definitive. Now the vaccines, you know, in full effect, and 
you know, the, the chances of us going back into some sort of lockdown and life returning to normal is, 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 is you know, 75, 80% there. I thought this was the right time to, to make that decision. Yeah. I know it's a bit early doors, but I've had anybody reach out to you about um, potentially wrestling yet? I've got nearly 20 bookings already for the last wow. half of the year <laughs> from various UK promoters. Uh, one Danish promoter, weirdly enough, that was random. Um, but yeah, it, 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 the, the, the diary's filling up definitely. And I've had a couple of other promoters contact me and I just need to secure some dates and, and talk some deals with them. Are you primarily focusing on the British and European scene? Uh, yeah, in the first instance, it's going to be because obviously that's where I am. Um, you know, that's where I'm I'm most uh, familiar. So it's just uh, yeah, getting out there again, getting around the UK, getting back in front of the fans. Um, and then, yeah, I'll work it out from there international-wise. Um, I am contracted to Ring of Honor anyway, as of last... my my the, the deal I signed with them last year actually spans until the end of this year. So whenever the USA opens up, I'm sure they'll they'll have some things for me to do. Probably, you know, they'll probably reschedule that past versus present show. Hopefully I'll have some pure matches, pure title matches as well. We'll see. Um, Obviously, that's all depending on when the USA opens, of course. Doug Williams has done a heck of a job of raising the prestige of that new belt. He won it July 17th at Reborn Completion. He then defended it on consecutive nights against Alex Shelley and Austin Aries on Death Before Dishonor weekend. And that's taking on the top competition right there. And then he went over to the United Kingdom and defended the belt over there, making it an international title, just like Samoa Joe did with the ROH title when Samoa Joe made it into the ROH world title. Doug Williams, a great job making the pure title prestigious belt. The newest belt, in fact, in the wrestling industry right now. Anyone in Ring of Honor particularly looking forward to facing once you're able to go over there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Jonathan Gresham, who I was, was scheduled to face. Um, I look forward to facing him again. Um, I'd love to, you know, obviously always enjoy wrestling Jay Lethal. I must have wrestled him a hundred times in my life. So, you know, it's always so, it's such a pleasure working against him. I mean, you asked me to name names, I could, off the top of my head, I can't I really think. But I mean, I do know they have a wealth of talent. Um, they've got some great Mexican guys as well. And it's always fun for me to try and get in there with someone of a little bit of different style see if I can work something else so that that might be fun too who knows more from Doug Williams including further plans for his unretirement tour and find out how he broke his nose during a match in Denmark it's a pretty grim tale that he shares with Aidan Gibbons you can catch it at cultaholic.com and on the cultaholic podcast feed over the weekend did you miss me from Cultaholic.com, nestled in the gorgeous Czech countryside. It is Friday, which means it's time to check in with our very own Lewis House. How are you, Lewis? I'm good, Tom, man. How are you doing? I am doing smashing. It's always nice when we chat because it means that it's Friday. That's correct, yeah. Although Friday is the same as any other day during these times for me. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and we're back as well. I usually give you the old uh, like Simon Mayo weather update. Yes. Uh, on a Friday, and uh, it's we're back to snow. So we had a week off, and uh, the snow went away, 
and I woke up this morning and, and drew the curtains and not even snowmen are interested now, are they? <laughs> no, and it's like it's like the first day of spring coming up or something. And uh, yeah, we're, we're just we're stuck with snow, but yeah, I guess enjoy it while it's here. I always enjoy the Czech weather report. Let's take a look at some of the news that we may have missed this week uh, from cultaholic.com. Uh, Lewis, tell us about the prank that Brody Lee played on The Undertaker. <laughs> Yeah, so this was when uh, Brody Lee was wrestling as Luke Harper in WWE and he was in their developmental system. Um, and Connor of The Ascension was a guest on a podcast this week and he, he told a funny story about how him and Brody were both working as extras at WrestleMania 29 uh, when The Undertaker wrestled CM Punk in New York. And they were two of the zombie figures that were there for The Undertaker's grand entrance where it looks like they're all, you know, at the side of the stage, like reaching up to grab him. Uh, and Connor basically said that, you know, it was this awe-inspiring moment. They're, they're developmental guys. They're on the big show. Um, they're, they're the Undertaker's entrance. It's WrestleMania. And Brody Lee was just like, hey, Connor, do you think I should try and trip him up? And he was like breaking the tension. Yeah, he was just, you know, this sort of threat in jest of like, wouldn't it be funny if we just tripped the Undertaker up? Or do you think I can grab his jacket? And they were like, you know, sort of a bit of levity in what was a, a pretty surreal moment for them. I love some of the stories about Brody Lee. Yeah. And obviously it's... we lost him in December as well, but I remember him coming in and it felt like a big thing for AEW, didn't it? It did, yeah. And I mean, it has been a year and it's been a few months since he, you know, unfortunately passed on. Um, but we keep getting these stories. You know, everyone has such fond memories of him and not a week goes by that somebody, you know, doesn't come out who who knew him or worked with him and, and gives one of these, you know, interesting and funny stories. So, yeah, just a, a story there. There's a bit more detail and some quotes in the article. And um, just a, another example of what a, what a fun-loving guy Brody Lee was. Tyson Kidd has been taking a walk down memory lane this week as well, discussing his debut with WWE, hasn't he, Lewis? He has, yeah. And it's not his uh, 2009 debut when he, when he debuted on the main roster as a member of ECW if I'm remembering that correctly. And um, this was actually back in 1996 uh, when Tyson Kidd would have been 16 years old. Um, and it's, again, in the article, if you guys go and check it out, there's a lot more detail there, uh, some media quotes from Tyson Kidd. But basically, a 16-year-old Tyson Kidd, uh, Teddy Hart, Davy Boy Smith, and a family friend who I don't think has any connection to the wrestling business now, um, were having a tag team match on a show on like a WWE event. And the, the story is as long and convoluted and there's a, there's a lot of funny tidbits in there. But basically they had this um, tag team match in memory of Petty Hart's brother, Matthew. Matthew Annis, who had passed away uh, rather suddenly. I think he was 16 maybe himself. Um, and they had this match in tribute on a WWE show. And there's, yeah, it's a, it's a funny and interesting story and clearly a different time in the business. You know, when 16 and 11 year old kids were getting on shows um, and there's some uh, <laughs> some interesting notes about just, you know, how enthusiastic they all were because they were on the big show and this was kind of like the thing that had ever happened to them. So they planned out this 20 minute long match with all these high spots and dives and, and amazing moves. And then they got to the show and it turned out very differently to how they had planned it or imagined it. How old were you when you made your wrestling debut, Lewis? When I made my wrestling debut, yeah. Uh, so for those of the listeners who don't know, I was, I guess, a semi-pro uh, wrestler in the northeast of England so in, in, in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're around at the time, you couldn't escape it. 
He was everyone everywhere. Was Honestly, he was everyone on every was wrestling poster. Was Lewis every, every wrestling poster? Every chip shop in Newcastle had my <laughs> my face on it. Um, but yeah, I, I started training when I was fourteen. Um, so in the summer of two thousand and five, I would have yep. been fourteen years old, and I had my first match when I was fourteen on like a training show, uh, which is kind of like for friends and family. Amazing. So you predate Tyson Kidd. I do, yeah. I've, I've got one on Kid there. <laughs> You've got that one on Kid. All you and need my is match was probably as terrible. <laughs> I'd say it was the best. Um, finally, uh, looking to the article for this week, uh, what's what went on between John Cena and Mike Bennett in 2007? Yeah, in 2007. So before uh, Mike Bennett had made it to WWE and, and had his run as Mike Canellis uh, with Maria, 2007, uh, Bennett was a, you know, he's in his early 20s. He was an indie guy and he was, his first time, I think it was in March of 2007, doing an enhancement work. So he was one of the, you know, warm bodies who was brought in and he was booked against Crime Time on Sunday Night Heat. And he told this story on a podcast this week how in the match, you know, they came up with a spot where he would mimic a taunt that JDG did with his grill. Um, he would kind of like point to the grill after a move. And so Bennett hit a move on him and then he did this like mimicking thing. Um, but when he gets backstage, evidently um, the mimicking looked a bit too similar to Cena's You Can't See Me pawned. Oh. Um, so word got back to Cena. Um, Bennett gets to the locker room. Cena's waiting for him and tells him in no uncertain terms to never, ever do that again. Um, and apparently put it not so nicely. But Bennett said, you know, in the interview that, you know, Cena was within his rights because who's this young guy, doesn't even work yet. And and he thought he was coming. And and, and that's, that's Cena's bread and butter, isn't it? You know, that you can't see me. Exactly, that's kind, yeah. That's kind of a shtick. Um, so, you know, that whole res- t- respecting the business and the veterans and the top stars. And Bennett, you know, his first night in, he's trying to get a job. He's trying to impress people. And he ends up, irritating the top star in the end he would end up getting back to wwe and consequently having one of the greatest theme songs in the history of wwe uh, although the run wasn't as memorable as any of us would have hoped cena one bennett one uh, <laughs> yes it's a draw the news you may have missed is at cultaholic.com today loads more stories like that that slipped under the radar of our wrestling microscope this week. Lewis House, thanks for joining me this morning. Have a great weekend, mate. Thanks, Tom. And yeah, check out the article, guys. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic from 4pm Greenwich. Meantime, it is Love You Bye Friday. It is you and I and live calls straight to the isolation station. Can't wait to catch up with you. It's been a while since we've had a Love You Bye Friday. Look forward to chatting to you later on. Also on Twitch today, Ross is back and he's playing a little bit of FIFA for you from 6pm this evening. I'm enjoying watching Ross get passionate about football on the PlayStation. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. On the podcast feed over the weekend, as we mentioned earlier, an exclusive interview with British wrestling legend Doug Williams, all about his plans to step out of retirement. And a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review is on the podcast feed tomorrow as well. This weekend on the Cultaholic podcast feed, it's all about WWE Fastlane. We have predictions, we have reactions, we have what happened at, we have graded, and we have your WTF moments. On the final stop 
on the road to WrestleMania. I will speak to you on Monday. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 